This is Hope FM. Now, you don't need me to tell you the tremendous challenges that have been brought about, of course, by COVID-19. But even before that, on, on our high streets, the way that, that, that we buy and sell and so on, the whole world of economic development is ever-changing and ever-challenging. Now, somebody who knows a great deal about this is BCP Council's Head of Economic Development, Adrian Trevor. Good morning to you, Adrian. So what got you into all things economic? Have you always been interested in the whole economic world long before you came to BCP? Yeah, I mean, I was born and brought up in the area and um, my first job was working for Barclays Bank. And um, I worked in Barclays House and Pool and then went to work in Manchester and then to London. And um, in the end, I came back down to the area and was looking for what could I do next. And I saw the economic development role back in 2009 now, and thought, I've always wondered what goes on in local government. So um, I went went for the job and I got it. And um, yeah, the the kind of idea of helping businesses and people to be successful was kind of really appealing. And it's kept me in the job for the last 10, 11 years. Well, I actually think there's enough to keep you in the job for another 10 or 11 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So in, in the normal world, so like pre-COVID, what were the challenges that you were facing? I mean, in bringing, well, in helping BCP to become economically strong? I think there's a number of areas recent, uh, really. I think, um, you know, we've been having uh, issues with the high street. So, you know, foot forward's been going down and the whole kind of move from, you know, physical to digital, uh, people going online. So we've been trying to find um, various funding and various activities that we can do to try and support the high street. So there's a couple of uh, bids that we went for. One was called the Future High Street Fund for Paul High Street. And that's a really exciting stage at the moment where we've just done our submission into government to try and improve the high street. And then in Boscombe, we've also in, we're also in the process of looking at a town deal for Boscombe. So we're going through all the kind of the project definition and bits and pieces at the moment. That's another potential really large investment that will happen in Boscombe. Yeah, so in a very well sense, what you've got to do is to make a really good case, I guess, to central government along with everybody else who's bidding for a slice of the pie. Yeah, yeah, we've had to um, basically say and really stress what the what the big issues are. And, um, yeah, we're competing against every high street in the country. So, yeah, we're, I think we've done quite a good job in terms of, you know, identifying and, you know, potentially getting this funding. Mm. Well, of course, along comes uh, some COVID, and uh, I, I would have loved to have been sort of in your office <laughs> the day that that came through, because it must have been something that you welcomed like a hole in the head, you know, it was uh, particularly in terms of the, of the, of the economy. I, th- I think, yeah, it, it was kind of, it started off, and, it, you know, we, we thought, oh, this isn't going to be, you know, around for a while, and it's a problem in China. Um, but then, obviously, it's unfolded into a major pandemic across the whole world. So it's been a, a massive impact. And, um, you know, just thinking about the, the staff we've got in BCP and in my team, you know, it, it's fundamentally changed the way, you know, we've had to do business over the last three months. Mm. Has it all been b- bad news? I mean, obviously, there were there were businesses that, that were challenged. I suppose it, 
if nothing else, it's given a little bit of a breathing space, maybe not the type of breathing space that anybody would have wanted, but for some, that must have been a little bit welcome to help them maybe regroup, rethink what they were doing. Yeah, in the, when we start thinking about the whole kind of recovery, um, within the council and working with businesses, we've got kind of like three phases. So the first phase is around um, responding. So it's basically what do we have to do right now? And some of that is about accessing grants from the government, which I can talk about in a minute. Yeah. Then there's a kind of um, you know, recover bit. So trying to get the, the high street shops open, trying to open our town centres, trying to get businesses restarted. And then the next bit is about reimagining. So, yeah, there is a potential that people can be thinking about um, is, is what we're doing as a business the right thing? Are, have we got the right strategy? Have we got you know, all the right ingredients to become even more successful than we were before? So there is that bit of time where businesses have been able to think about you know, what could we do differently? Now, you, you said before, obviously, that, I mean, we are living in a changing world, our buying habits and everything changing, the whole way that, that, that business retail and so on is done is, is, is changing very rapidly. How do, you, how do you keep ahead of all of this? Do you, do you look to, for example, other countries and other places in the UK to sort of get inspiration? Obviously, clearly, you're sitting down with businesses all the time and there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah, we do. I mean, I can't believe how many kind of online um, sessions we're having at the moment with, um, you know, think tanks from around the country where they're kind of saying what their interpretation is of what's going on at the moment and what you need to do um, locally to kind of take advantage of that. And, you know, for us then, it's kind of making sure that our businesses and our communities have got the tools and and kind of like the communications from us to actually take advantage of it all. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some really, really um, useful government schemes that are going on at the moment. And, yeah, we've been communicating to, to businesses and communities to make sure that they can take advantage of them. This is Hope FM. So, Adrian, I mean, obviously the challenges are there and, and clearly COVID comes along and, um, and then it becomes evident that, that a number of interventions are coming. And I guess that one of the challenges that, that you and your team would have faced was actually making sure that, that as the government made resources available, that in fact they didn't just land in your plate, you had to actually make a case, didn't you, to make sure that our local area got a fair share of the resources that were made available. Yeah, that's, that's right. And um, I think, you know, because of this kind of unprecedented time, um, the way that central government and local government have been working together has been um, really, really good in terms of speed. You know, because um, normally when you're kind of like working with government, it doesn't always happen straight away. Yeah. But just a couple of examples. Um, we had a couple of things where um, the government would give um, the businesses that are in retail, hospitality and leisure, like local shops, um, they've given them a year's worth of business rates relief. And they've also introduced um, a grant scheme. And we basically had to kind of create the grant scheme and get it out. And just to give you a, a size, a kind of understanding of the size and the scale of that, if you had those two initiatives together, 
you're talking about almost two hundred million pounds. Wow. That's an incredible amount of money for you to because presumably the administration of all of that would have fallen yeah. on you and your team. I mean, that that must have I mean, you talked about time, but how long did it take you to gear up to deal with all of that you know, the distribution of those funds? Um, we got the scheme set up and it wasn't just our team, it was a collective effort across across the council. Um, it took us about three or four days to actually get the scheme um, agreed and to start communicating it. And um, we've probably now helped about, I think it numbers now as about 6,000 businesses. So across BCP, there's about 15,000 businesses. Yeah. So we've, we've helped those, um, those businesses with that. There's a couple other things as well that um, are really important in terms of helping local businesses, but also to think about in the not-too-distant future, um, the furlough scheme. So where a, um, a company can basically put people onto the furlough scheme and government will pay kind of 80% of their salary, we've got 50,000 people in BCP that are currently furloughed. Wow. And the thing that we need to think about is, you know, making sure that once furlough finishes, that there's something for them to come back to. And that's what we're kind of talking to a lot of businesses about uh, about at the moment. I mean, obviously, for a local business owner, many, many different types of businesses, of course, did you have a role in helping them to know, you know, what funds they could apply for because obviously there was a number of different funding streams and and for some it might have been quite difficult to know which ones to go for did, did you th- almost become an advisor to local businesses in terms of well if you can do this and you can do that and so on what what we did was um, there was so much information coming out from so many different government departments that we came up with a a daily newsletter where we put everything in there. And that daily newsletter went out every day to um, about 6,000 businesses. And once a week, it went out to 40,000 residents. So we kind of, you know, have tried to get the message out there. But it's still, we still haven't got everyone responding. We've still got grants that haven't been claimed yet. So we, we keep pushing the message and trying to get the message out there. We do get lots of queries from lots of different businesses, um, and we try and signpost them to the right thing. We also work with our partners, so like the um, Dorset Growth Hub and people like that who are delivering online seminars that businesses can go to to kind of get more advice and guidance. Now, obviously, the, the, the greater challenges maybe are, are, are yet to come. I mean, we heard today that, that Germany is experiencing an, another wave of, of COVID. And, of course, there is a fine line, isn't there, between the economy and, and the country not going down the tubes economically uh, and, and, of course, people's health and well-being. Difficult call. I guess that call doesn't necessarily come to yourself, but... But, of course, what will definitely come to you is, is what on the other side of COVID in terms of, you know, it, should there be this economic downturn that people are talking about? But I guess that, that it's better to adopt 
a positive, more optimistic response and uh, doing what we can to ensure that businesses get the maximum support on the other side of this, whenever that may be? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, if you, when you look at the press and you see everything that's going on, you know, you've seen the Germany, you know, the R rate really going up, the, you know, really high. But then also, you look more locally, then I think it was only about a week ago, then, you know, the Southwest had the highest R rate in the country. And then a week later, it had the lowest R rate. So, you know, we are kind of like in a shifting, changing, unknown world at the moment. I think what we have to do is, um, yeah, whereas we are kind of optimistically moving forward, then what we need to do is make sure that if there is an outbreak or a peak or anything, then we've got the plans in place to actually go back a step maybe and you know, put all the kind of control measures in place that we're starting to release now. So com- coming out the, the other end, what, what, what do you see as, as, the, as the main challenges? I mean, no doubt you're thinking about planning that, that now and dialoguing with businesses. What, what do you think are the main things that we're going to have to face? I mean, obviously, clearly getting all those people back to work that are, that are currently furloughed is one of them. Yeah. I think um, the, the main, well, I think it's two, I'll, I'll just talk about two things. One is, I think, about, um, you know, consumer confidence. So, you know, we, we've been sending out messages about staying at home, you know, keeping yourself locked in, locked down. And you can't just change people's kind of behaviours overnight. So I think there's that slow build-up of getting people back into, you know, almost like the, the ways of work. Um, so I think that's, that's a really important thing about consumer confidence. The other interesting thing, which is probably... a an advantage or an opportunity for local businesses is that with the kind of global lockdown, um, people started to, local businesses started to think in my supply chain, there's things that I'm relying on from other countries in the world that I can't get or I'm having difficulty sourcing. And a lot of businesses are talking about, well, we need to find that locally to kind of like reduce that dependence on even national, international um, components. So I get a lot of calls from businesses saying, um, yeah, what can we do to try and source more locally? And then it's trying to match up the demand and supply. So we, we run events called Meet the Buyer. So one of the organizations that will have problems, um, that's having problems sourcing stuff overseas, will try and create an event where they'll meet local businesses and we'll try and foster new relationships, which, you know, not only is good for local business, but it makes those companies more resilient if there's more kind of, you know, outbreaks and stuff. Yeah. Well, Adrian, uh, thank you so much for sharing with me uh, this morning. Are you, are you optimistic uh, as, as we, you know, where, where we are right now? Because clearly you've done a mountain of work, you and your colleagues in order to ensure that, 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 that our local area uh, gets its fair share. And clearly that has happened. Um, but you know, what would be your overriding and sort of final word to us? I think we have got great opportunities to kind of reimagine the kind of economy of BCP. So what I would say and what I say to businesses is that now that you have had some, some time to kind of think about doing things differently, then do things differently. 
but also just be careful and aware in case we have to take some steps back. So I've I've got a very optimistic outlook that, you know, the South West and Dorset and BCP are going to come out of this really, really um, well, but we just need to do it cautiously. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.